Good morning, everybody. Today, Bezat Hashem, we'll be learning Daf Mem Dalid in Maseches Psachim. Morning, Andrew. How are you? Doing great. So, we were zocher to start Volume Two Maseches Psachim in the Art Scroll, um, and so in the third parak. Did you notice, Andrew? This was over the weekend. Listen to this. The Elu over in Bepesach. Right, we're talking now about different. Chametz mixtures still. So even though we're right, even though we're uh, in a new parak, we're still discussing uh, some aspect of that of that of that uh, topic. And watch this: the beginning of the Mishnah. This was on Membeis Kutach Habavli, which we will discuss today. That disgusting sort of blue cheese bread pudding dip. Kutach Habavli v'Shechar Hamadi. Chomitz Ha'edomi and Zisom HaMitzri. You notice anything interesting about this? Bavli, Madai, Edom, Mitzri. Golos Bavel, Golos Madai, Golos Edom, and Golos Mitzrayim. The four Golias, it's kind of staring you in the face. Um, choose your own, you know, drash for this, that on Pesach, when we are mixed with these things, perhaps with these Golias, those are going to be a contamination. However, if we're Zoha, God willing soon to bring the Korban Pesach in a pure fashion, and may we be redeemed from all of these Golios uh, and see the final Gula soon. Okay, so that was brought out by the great Dafyomi Master, Rabbi Rosner, uh, but really should have stared anybody right in the face. It's, Birnbaum claims to have noticed it on his own. Well, it, okay. All right, so we're five lines up from the bottom of Mem Gimel Amid Beis, and it's a good place to start because it is launching a discussion of mixtures. Um, all, not just chametz mixtures now, but now we're going to talk about all kinds of mixtures in the Torah, and we're actually going to bring no less than three fundamental Yerodeh topics we will discuss uh, over here. So without further ado, Amar Rabbi Abba, Amar Rabbi Yochanan. See where that is? Five lines up from the bottom. So, Amar Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Yochanan. Call isurin shabatar ain heter mitzdarifle isur. So again, the idea of mixtures. So when you have an isur in the Torah, so let's say you're not allowed to eat chelev. This is what the uh, Rashi is going to point out, right? Chelev is the fats that you're not allowed to eat. So if you're not allowed to eat chelev, so typically when it says you can't eat, then we've already noted you, it means you can't eat a kazais of that item. Okay. So you might have thought. It would stand to reason that in order to violate eating chaylev, you would have to eat a full kazais of unadulterated pure chaylev, right? However, what would you say if you had a chaylev pucha concoction where only half of it was really made out of chaylev? And the whole thing in its entirety was only one kazais. So you know by, by definition, now somebody in Rabbi Rosner's shir kept asking, what about chati shir? Let's leave that out for now. Let's assume that you can't uh, have any iser until you've eaten a kazais, the requisite kazais. The question becomes, is this an unadulterated kazais of iser? Or what do you say to a mixture where you have something mutter mixing with something aser? So this uh, statement of Yochanan is very significant. Anything where you have an iser shibat Torah, the heter isn't mitzdarif iser. So that's the example Rashi brings. He says, let's say half of this concoction, the whole thing is entirety, in its entirety is a kazais, and half of it is composed of chalev, half of it is composed of, you know, kosher meat, or kosher gel, or whatever. So, the 
butter part is not mitzarif to the iser. In other words, it does not add up to kazayas. It needs to be a full kazayas of iser in order to be a chayev. That was the statement of Rabbi Yochanan. With one outstanding exception, says Rabbi Yochanan, chutzmi surei nazir, shearei amra Torah mishras. Right? The Pasuk says, v'chol mishras anavim lo Not only can the nazir not drink, right, uh, yain, but he can't drink any, anything that's a derivative, mishras, means something that has, uh, shori, right, we said soaked, that it's soaked in water. So mishras is something which is infused, it's been in, uh, infused with grape juice. If you soak something in, so if you take, for example, a piece of challah and you soak it in grape juice and you have a kazais of grape juice soaked challah and you're a nazir, as, as long as you have a kazais and it has some of that wine in it and it's infused with it, it will be also for the nazir, but that is an exception. The rule is that it really, in all other cases, says Rabbi Yochanan, has to be 100% iser. Uh, one last Hasidish thing. This is how Rabbi Rosner started with, uh, with a bang. With two parts. Ain heter mitztarf le iser. Um, well, he holds that heter is mitztarf le iser. That, that basically everything you do in life is either a mitzvah or an iser, right? Everything you do in life, you're supposed to be making a decision at every moment. And there's always like a sort of a right answer. Um, and so Heter, just to say, oh, this is Mutter, that, that's, that is Mitzarif Lusser. Uh, anyways, I may have butchered that one, but it, it's, a, it's a cute idea that in every moment we should make every, maybe we be Zuchet to make every moment count and make the right decisions. Okay. Okay, it was Iri Amar. So that was the opinion of Rabbi Yochanan. Iri says, Afsor Bal Taktiru. There is a halacha that we aforementioned, halacha, right? You're not supposed to have, um, with most of the karbanos, right? The mincha, the korban mincha, um, so, so with most of the karbanos, you're not supposed to have the, uh, sa'or, right? The, the actual leavening agent. That is aser, okay? And you're not supposed to, to burn that on, on, on the mizbeach. So, uh, Ziri claims that whereas Rabbi Yochanan says, everybody agrees, ain't heter mitzarf l'isr, but whereas Rabbi Yochanan says, the only exception is nazir, Ziri says there's another exception, which is this, uh, sa'or, um, kiman, and, who did Rav Zairi make this, this statement according to? So it says, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer, the Darish Kol. Rabbi Eliezer is Darish, the word Kol, right? The word Kol is applicable, as we said, V'chol Mishras Anavim. And when it says Kol, it's also referring to this idea of the, uh, the Sar being Mitzvah for the Mizbeach. It says the Gemara, Ihachi. But if that's the case, if you're going to say, in that case, it's not the Kor by the Anavim, it's the Pasuk in Vayikra. It says, Kol ha mincha asher takribu l'ashem, lo tasech hametz. Ki kol sa'or v'chol dvash, lo takhtir mimenu yishel ha'ashem. So again, when you bring the Kor mincha, you shouldn't have it with hametz, and it has the word kol. So the word kol, which by the way appears, you know, like 30 some odd times in the Torah, so it's, it's not so unique to this. But we have, you have to see why you would apply it to these particular cases as far as the drasha. But be that as it may, Rabbi Yezer is Darish the call in the Pasuk of the Mincha to teach you that again, that a heter is going to be mitzvah flisser, uh, which is to say that even if you have less than a kazayis of sa'or, uh, on the mizbeach, we're going to say that the entire thing is going to be aser. So says the Gemara, as we arrive at Mimdalad Amadalif, that if it's so that call is referring to this mincha, so the Indian chametz pesach nami, and the iri should have also said, well, once you have this chametz and you and you extend the idea of chametz not supposed to be involved with the korban mincha, 
So maybe you should also extend it to Chametz on Pesach, which brings it back to Masechus Pesachim over here, which is to say, once you have a mixture of Chametz within something, so we say Chametz we thought was Aser B'masher, what's the idea here? In other words, why, why would we think that having any Chametz uh, should be less? So referring to, right, this idea of Rabbi Yezer talking about whether these chametz mixtures, which we've been discussing over the weekend, and uh, whether the chametz mixtures would uh, incur a kares uh, penalty, and so there you have to you have to understand: is there going to be an iser kares? Is there going to be an iser? What is going to be the nature of the iser of this mixture? If you have less than a kazais of chametz, is really what Rabbi Yezer is, is potentially expounding on here, and so in that sense, um, that's how ain. Right, the iser mitzdarf laheter is going to be uh, applied over here, or en heter mitzdarf laheter. Okay, so Gemara answers einachinami. It's true. Zairi could have mentioned the case of the chametz, right, bepesach that heter being mitzdarf laheter. However, ulafuke me'ade abaye. The only reason Zairi mentioned it with respect to the seor with the korban mincha was not because it was the only additional case to the Nazir, but because he was trying to make a point re- relative to Abayi Shita. What was Abayi Shita? Because Abayi said, Amar, Yesh Haktar Lafachos Mikazayis. Abayi says that, uh, that you can have Haktara, right, for less than a Kazayis. So you're going to be, that you actually can be Chayiv for burning less than a Kazayis of or on the Mizbeach altogether. In other words, uh, kind of similar, basically, this idea of chametz being like this nuclear iser. Kind of similar to us, where we say that, that chametz uh, is going to be usher to find, even if we have less than a kazais. So similarly, Abaye would say that this idea that you can't have chametz on the Mizbeach for a korban mincha also applies in a case where it's less than a kazais. Okay, well, if it applies to a case where it's less than a kazais, then it's not really relevant to ain, uh, right, to ain heter mitzdarif al iser. Because you don't need it a full kazais to be chayev. <laughs> right? In other words, the question is, right, the question is, do you add on these kosher additives to create a full volume of kazais for the sake of iser? Well, if Abaye holds that you don't need a kazais for the iser, so then there's no point of adding on any of these, adi- any of these additives. Uh-huh. It says the Gemara, Kamashman daktar lav lofakos me kazais. So the reason why Ziri brought up this idea uh, of the, of the tzirif of heter to iser with respect to the korban mincha was to teach you that there's no, that in fact you do need a full kezayis to be chayav on this iser of haktara. The haktara lav lafakos mikezayis. Okay. Now, Yasser Ravdimi v'kamala lahashmaisim. Ravdimi was sitting and learning this idea of Yochanan in front of his shir. He was, he was giving his shir on this, on this idea of the Heter being mitzdarif to an iser with respect to nazir, Amalei Abaye Ravdimi Abaye said to Ravdimi, the holy Shabbatar ain't heter mitzdarif leiser. So wait a minute, you're going to say that this is unique, Rabbi Yochanan, to only nazir? What about all other iserim Shabbatara? You're going to say that mixtures don't add up the, to, to to create a volume of iser. So, Vahatnan, don't we have a Mishnah in Tvul Yom that teaches you the following? Don't forget, the Tvul Yom is this individual who went to the mikvah, and he went to the mikvah, and so he could already eat the Maeser Sheni, but 
he didn't have Erev Shemesh yet. It, the nightfall didn't come yet, and therefore he's not supposed to eat true, uh, eat, right? So he's going to be Matama the Truma. And then afterwards, once he has Erev Shemesh, then, then he'll be able to eat Truma. And then the next day when he brings the Korban, he'll be able to eat Kachim. But at this stage, he's not allowed to eat Truma yet because he's a Tvul Yom. He didn't have Erev Shemesh. Shkia didn't come yet. So, what happened in this, to this, uh, to this Tvul Yom? Hamikpa Shel Truma. So you have, uh, sort of like spiced, Truma porridge, okay, so he can't eat that yet. Vashum vashem and shalchulin, chulin he can eat. So the shum and the shem and shalchulin, you have the garlic and the oil. Um, now this is a savory porridge. So the savory porridge has the garlic and oil porridge, and he has an interesting concoction. The porridge itself is truma. The seasonings are chulin. Well, he certainly can't do that. Venagal tvul yom b'mikatsasan. Now, if a Tvul Yom touch part of this, puzzle is Kulan, right? Everything's going to be puzzle. Well, the porridge itself is Truma, so the Tvul Yom shouldn't be touching that stuff. So what if the seasoning is, is, is kosher, so to speak? So what if the seasoning is, is, uh, Chulin? Uh, the actual porridge is Truma, therefore you shouldn't be touching it, and he's puzzle it, fine. But the converse is also true, amazingly. Hamikpes shel Chulin. Here, the porridge is made out of Chulin. The Tvul Yom should be able to eat that. However, Vashum Vashemin shel Truma. The garlic and the oil are made out of truma. bilvad. So in that particular case, he's not going to be puzzling the entire porridge because, in fact, the porridge itself is made out of truma. But just by virtue of the fact that the seasoning is made, uh, uh, did I say truma? The porridge is made out of chulin, so the, chul, the porridge should be good. But just by virtue of the fact that the seasoning is made out of truma, then if he where he touches it. The porridge, that portion, he's not going to puzzle the entire porridge, but that portion is going to be puzzle. Aha. Vahavinanba, and traditionally when we learned this Mishnah, we would ask the following question. Mokom magoa my psula, right? So that's a, that's a classic question that we would ask on this Mishnah. In Tvul Yom. What, the question being, why is the, right? Why is the Tvul Yom puzzling the portion of the porridge that he touched? Right? That's the question. The question is, why is it puzzle at all? Right? As the Gemara continues to say, After all, the oil and the garlic are simply the seasonings. The porridge itself is chulin. And so the oil and the garlic should be what? Batal barov. It should be dissolved, as it were, right, in the chulin porridge. And therefore, why should any of it be not allowed to the yom? The Amar Rabba Barbarchana Matam Hoel Vizar uh right so he says Abadli Hutavan Barov Amar Rabba Barchana Matam Hoel Vizar Lokalain Bekazayas Aha As follows Since we know that when you talk about eating truma right that a czar that a non Kohen who's not supposed to eat truma if he eats it, right, he is, he gets actual malchus. And we say malchus of a, of a daraisa nature, which is to say, since we know that the chiv is so severe for azar to eat truma, that you actually, it's a chiv daraisa. So because it's a chiv daraisa to eat truma when you're not supposed to, so that means that what? That normally we say when we have a suffix daraisa, when we have a suffix darabanan, so then we'll go lakula. So whenever you have a suffix darabanan, we'll be willing to say, okay, it gets dissolved, uh, the isra gets dissolved, and 
we will allow you to eat it. However, when you have a suffix, the Raisa, it's so chamer that we don't allow even the seasoning to be dissolved, so to speak. The, that iser gets subsumed and actually infuses, rather, the entire mixture, and we don't allow you to eat uh, that portion of the mixture, or at least we're going to, we're going to make a gezerah that the portion that you touched is going to be matame. Now, says the Gemara, Abai is concluding a point here. His point here is that what? Hechidami, lav mishim dehetem mitztaref iser. Right? What Abai is trying to say is that, is that certainly without this concept, right, of heter mitztaref iser, the term of spice wouldn't be matame at all. So what he's trying to say is, what Abai is trying to say is, you know, you, Rabbi Yochanan, said that a heter is never mitztaref iser with the exception of nazir. Abai says, well, look at all these other cases. We have this case of truma, Seasoning inside chulin, right? That we're treating it as if some of the um, some of the seasoning infused at least the porridge that the uh, tvulyom touched, and so we see a concept. We do see a precedent for something which is mutter, right? Becoming usher essentially, right? It may not be the entire porridge, but at least that portion which the seasoning touched. We're going to say, oh, that's just as usher as the seasoning itself. And so we do see a case where some iser infuses other things. So Dimi said, no, 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 no. Lo. This is not related to Tzirif at all, but related to a different din. So the first din that we learned, we, we told you, we're going to learn three fundamental Yeradea concepts today. Each one, this whole, like any daf and trust, but maybe even more so than most, we could spend two months in this daf. So the first one was Heter Mitzarfel Iser. Rav Dimi says, no, that halacha of the parage is an indication not of hetem mitzarfel iser, but of a different fundamental yerder concept, which is what? My kezayis, right? What do we mean when we say that a coin gets, gets malchus for eating a kezayis? The ike kezayis bechadei achilas pras. Aha. That that idea that a czar is loka bechazayis, and it's a severe, the rice iser, and therefore he's loka bechazayis, doesn't mean that he's loka because ice mixture. No, it has nothing to do with the mixture. I mean, it has something to do with the mixture. It has something to do with the mixture in the sense that the um, iser is mixed in to heter. But you're not going to be usr until you eat a full kazais of iser. In other words, you're not going to be chayev until you eat a full kazais of iser. And therefore, it's a different halacha. The halacha is like this. When, let's say, you have a kazais of iser spread out in a larger porridge, then the only way you're going to be chay is, chayev is if you're going to manage to eat the entire kezayis of iser within a certain prescribed amount of time, which is... Con- you have to eat the whole porridge. So you don't have to eat the whole porridge to be chayev. You have to eat the entire kezayis of but iser. But you don't know if you've eaten it. That's why the time principle comes in. The time principle comes in because of the following. It's almost like to determine a ratio. Right? So let's say you had like a fistful, let's say you had a full kazais of iser powder, right? So if you mixed it in a bowl, then you're right, you would have to eat the entire bowl, if, assuming it was, it was evenly uh, diffuse, right, in the bowl. Let's say you put it in an entire vat, okay? So now you'd have to eat the entire vat. That's what kind of you meant, right? Right. That, you were correct. I was just saying that theoretically, if you knew that the top half of the bowl was where the kezayis of Isser was, and that's the only thing you'd have to eat. The solution, like you were saying, with this oil going into the porridge, you can't identify the oil in the porridge once it's mixed in. 
Right, that's true. Right, it's hard to identify the oil and the porridge. Right, that's why really the halacha of only the place that you touched, the only way it really holds water, to mix metaphors, is if you, if, if you say that it was mutter mi'ikar adin, but we have a gazera that that part that he touched, we don't want you to eat, right? Because like you said, we, we have no clue where the iser is mixed in over here. So really, the only way it holds water is if the iser, we say that it's mutter, right? Because it's diffuse in there. Right, like, how, how could you say that you could eat the rest of it? You don't know where the oil and the and the, and the, and the garlic is. So that one is mutter meikar adin. But this is a different halacha. This is where we're assuming that the iser, like you said, so that that's really what 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 Ravdimi is saying. Ravdimi is saying the iser here is not being really diffused in. We're keeping the the iser in there, but you have to eat right. So you're eating raisin bran, right? And there's a kazais of raisin in the entire bowl. And only the raisins, the bran is fine. Only the raisins are going to be usher for whatever reason, right? You're a nazir eating raisin bran. Nazir is a bad case because nazir, as we said, is the one exception. But you're, you're eating the raisin bran and only the raisins are tame, right? And so you're not supposed to be, you're not, so, so, so that's the question. You have two scoops of raisins. Two scoops, as we know, is a kazais. So, so if you have that in the bowl and you're eating the entire bowl, oh, so if it's a bowl that's enough, uh, that's an amount that, that you can take down, which Rabbi Razan says between two and nine minutes, and I think you're going to be, right, you're going to be, you're going to be careful to be machmir and derices, maybe you'll be making more in derbanans with regards to that time frame. But be that as it may, so if you can eat it in this time frame of kadeachilas pras, so you're going to be chayv. But if, if not, so then actually that means that it's butter. That's the point of Kedei Achilles Pras. That if you have two scoops of raisins in an entire like vat of raisin bran and that you'd never be able to eat so it's diffuse enough that it becomes butter. Okay, it's the concept of Achilles Kezayis B'Kedei Achilles Pras in a mixture. It does have to do with the mixture because it, it's a, right, it, it's how much, um, it's a ratio of how much is in this amount that you're eating. Okay. Now, now, Baye says, wait a minute, this Kazayis Bechadei Achilas Pras, when it comes to this, this idea of the czar, right, eating truma, uh, says Abaye, Uchazayis Bechadei Achilas Pras, der Raisahi? Wait a minute. We were trying to show, right, that this is a, a strong Isser by saying that it has to do with Kadei Achilas Pras and that you get Malkus for it. And so Abaye says, you're going to get Malkus for eating two scoops of raisins within one bowl of Raisin bran over here? So the truth of the matter is that the answer is yes, right? Says the Gemara. Amalai, Rabdini says, Amalai in. Of course, Kadechilas Pras is an Isra Daraisa. The question it really is, as Tosfos addresses, is what was the Hava Amina? Of course, eating a Kazais of Isra Bechadechilas Pras is Daraisa. So Tosfos points out that typically there's two really ways of, of addressing this. If you have, let's say, a kazais and it's pure, and but you still can't eat it with the achilas pras, that would be a discussion in its own right. What the chiddush here is is if you have iser mixed in. So that's what Tosa was pointing out that mixtures. Uh, to say that mixtures are also aser bechadais bechadechilas pras midoraisa is in itself 
I mean, it's true that we're a chaya for it, but you wouldn't necessarily uh, know that. That might be a little bit more of a chiddush than to say that something that's unadulterated iser uh, has to be eaten pras, which we said is the iser do raisa. But be that as it may, in both cases we're saying now, Rabbi Dimi is explaining to Abaye that in both cases you're going to be aser, chayav midor raisa, if you manage to eat the aser portion in the time frame of kadei achilas pras. To which Abaye challenges as follows. If it's true, right, if you don't hold of Tsiruf, right, even if you don't hold of Tsiruf, that you should hold that it should be Kedeh Achilas Pras in that case. So then why do we have this machlokas with regards to Kutach Habavli, the aforementioned disgusting, like ranch, like ranch blue cheese bread dip. So let's see, how, 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 does, how does this work? As following. Elamai, Right? In other words, if Dimi says, what, what do you want to, why do you want to say that there's a machlokas for Bonnerable We're going to discuss this, this, uh, this aforementioned machlokas over here. Why do you want to say that that, what, what do you want to say that that machlokas is based on? You want to say that that's, that's based on the idea of Heter Mitzarfle Isser? That wouldn't make sense because Sof Sof, Amai Pligi Rabbana Leder Rabbelezer Chabavli. In other words, how could Kuta Chabavli possibly be Mutter? Right? What's going on with Kutach Habavli? Well, the, the bread in Kutach Habavli, as we've been discussing, is chametz, right? But, okay, so it's mixed in with a lot of other, like, super nasty, cheesy type stuff. So, we say that that's gonna be, what? Mutter? Why would it possibly be mutter? So we say like this. Leave the case of Kutach Habavli aside. Don't try to use it for a case of heter mitzarf iser, like as if the cheese somehow needs to be mitzarf to the iser of the, of the chametz. No, no, no. That, the, kutach is a standalone, unique ty- type of food. Why? The lace bake kazais bechadei achilas pras. Because really, nobody would be able to eat a kazais of kutach habavli bechadei achilas pras. It's not the kind of thing that goes down quite easily. It's so pungent. Right, that you need to eat it really, really in, in, uh, small doses. As the Gemara continues to explain, Ravdimi explains as follows. If you're eating it straight, right, this is really used as a dip. It's a very pungent dip as, at that. So if you're gonna eat that straight, that's not even called eating. No normal person would do that. You're eating it and you're like, you're, you're, you're kind of like, you're, you're just forcing it down. Badla daita etza kol adam. Right? You're, that, that's not going to be considered eating, right? Because the normal person wouldn't eat it straight. And therefore, that is not considered eating. And if it's not there, achila, then we're not going to say, so we're learning some aspect of achilas pras here, right? And when you say that it has to be kadayas, kadayas, pras, it has to be something that people normally eat. Like, in other words, just because you can eat a kadayas of kutach, kadayas, pras, you're still not going to be chayev, because that's not a normal way of taking that down. That's not a normal way of consuming the, the, the kutach. However, and, and the, and, but then the flip side would be, but if you eat it normally, right, you're dipping something else into it and eating it that way, so then you're never going to manage to eat a, a, so the argument, right, over whether kutach is going to be a problem is always going to be an argument of whether you can consume enough pras or not. That, that's going to be the question. That, it's not going to have to do with Right, that's not going to have to do with uh, the uh, tziruf of heter to iser. Okay, 
But Abayah and Redeem are still having this conversation, this Chavrusa, about what's going on with a Kedayat Mechdechilas Pras, 17 lines up from the bottom, of his following. Is this a Halacha da Raisa? So, Eisve. So, Abayah continues from the following. Shtekadeiros. Okay, so let's say you have two, this is a Brisa, two pots. Achas shel chulan ve'achas shel truma. Okay, so you have two sort of pots with the name Shtekadeiros. And so in front of them, you have these two sort of like, we, we talked about the mortar and pestle, so this is the, the mortar, right? The, the, the little bowls, and you have crushed spices in them. Okay, so again, two pots, one of chulun and one of truma, and two mortars. Achas shulchun v'achas truma. One of chulun, one of truma. V'naflu elu l'soch elu. Uh-oh. <laughs> so the, so the, the mortars just means, so again, two pots with two little sort of, uh, tiny, like, spice bowls, right, in front of them. So, and each of the two pots, one was truma, one was chulun, and each of the two spice bowls was one was chulun and one was truma. And guess what? You didn't remember, right? This is a shayla that used to come in front of the rabbi all the time. My wife doesn't remember whether she put the truma one in the truma one or the chulun one in the chulun one or the other way around. Of course, if you put the truma into the chulun and the chulun into the truma, now you have two mixtures with truma in it and you can't eat either of them. Uh-oh. So you can't serve your chulun guests this, this dish. You've ruined it. So what's the halacha? So the rabbi says, mutarin. Wow, the rabbi says you can actually eat both of them. Wait a minute, both of them? The pots, yeah. In all such cases, not both of them. Rashi explains. But the one that you knew, right? In other words, you knew which bowl, you knew which original pot had the truma and which original pot had the chulin. That, that was clear. You have your chulin and your truma pots, uh, clearly, uh, labeled. You just didn't know which one you put the spices in, which of the spices you put in. The, so the one that was originally chulin, even though there's a possibility that you put in the truma spices, is going to still remain chulin, and you're going to be, and it's going to be mutter. Wow. Why? Shani oimer truma l'tocha truma naflu v'chulin l'tocha chulin naflu. Birnbaum went nuts. Can you imagine this kind of kashrus level that you just kind of like assume? Yeah, we probably put the right one in. <laughs> What kind of business is this? Uh-huh. So says the Gemara, If you're going to say that eating is an Isidar, right? This idea we just said, means because I can assume, you know, I'm going to assume that you put the right spice in the right bowl. If it was really an Isidar, you would never make such an assumption. The only way you would allow yourself to make this assumption, say that's Mutter, is if it was kind of like a Chumar Darbanan to begin with. So we see that this kezayis b'chleachilas pras is probably not a deoraisa. That was Abaye saying to Ravdimi that kezayis b'chleachilas pras is probably not a deoraisa concept. To which Ravdimi responds, "I'm a lay hanach le'trumas tavlin derabanan." Yeah, okay. That's because when you're talking about truma, what kind of truma are we talking about? Not produce, which we know is a deoraisa issue. You're talking about spices. Spices are derabanans to begin with. That's why we're makeil. We're saying, okay, it was just spices, so we're okay. But if it was real truma, okay, so then certainly it would be also midaraisa. So Baye is going to say, okay, uh, so let's try a Raisa case. Aceve. Abaye is still going at Ravdim. You see, the, the chavrusas, these chavrusas don't light up, Andrew. Says, says Abaye, shte kupos. Okay, so now you have two large boxes of actual Raisa grain here. truma but if nein stays sign in front of them two saw containers of grain which are smaller 
So basically now, you're not doing spices anymore. You're doing real grain. So this is going to be a daraisa. And so, So now it's like a real mixture of produce, inside produce, grain inside brain, grain. This looks like it's going to be the raisa. There's no way out of this one. So let's see what the halacha is. Naflu, mutarin. Oh my goodness. They're permitted, they're, they're going to be mutar again. The one that was originally chulin is going to stay chulin. Why? Shani no, shani omer, chulin, naflu, truma toch, truma nafla. Right? Here, despite being a Doraisa, we're still going to say that we have not lost our distinction here between the Chulin and the Truma. We can still say the Truma is cool. It didn't, didn't puzzle the Chulin that fell into it. The Chulin is good. It's not going to be contaminated, so to speak. It's not going to be affected by the Truma that fell into it. How? How could you say that that's okay? Says, right? Says Ravdimi, Viyamas, Kazayz, Bukhdiachilas, Pras, Doraisa. Rather, this is Abaye challenging Ravdimi. Says Abaye to Ravdimi. Again, how do we do this assumption that it's okay? Okay. So Amalei, Ravdimi answers, Aha, yes, you use the case of Truma Daraisa. Right case, wrong time. But you said it, because Bismanaze. Trumas and Meisters are not Daraisa anymore. They are Darabanan. And again, just like we said earlier by the spices, so today, even by these produce, we're going to say that it's only going to be an Issa Darabanan. And that's why we allow ourselves to be Makil in those cases. Wow. Okay, two lines from the bottom. On Mandalam Aleph. Let's get back to Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan, you might recall, was saying that when Isser is Mitzar, Hetta is Mitzar after an Isser, um, it's only going to be mitzvah in the case of the nazir. So now, so again, we discussed pras. We discussed heter mitzvah leiser, and now Andrew, as we are about to turn the page, we finally arrive at the third and final din of today. Each one could be could be learned for a full month, and that's as follows. Says the Gemara behind mishras lahachi hudaasa. What is this idea of mishras, right? When we talked about mishras, we said like matzah shruya, similarly bread that's, sh- that's soaking in, in wine is going to be usher to the nazir. What is, what are we trying to learn from that word? The word that it's soaked in the wine. Mishras. This word, mishras, is trying to teach you Right, what we learned in the Bryce. What did the what did the Bryce say? The suspense is killing me, so let's turn the page to Mandala and Bays. Litain Tam Ke'ikr. Wow. That the idea is that when you have a flavoring, when you have a flavoring on a of a substance, the substance takes on the flavor as if it took on the characteristic of that which flavors it. Tam ke'ikr. That that which is the flavoring, right? This is like humongous. Right, if you're in Kashras, whether it's Star K or OU or Badats, you have to be very careful. What if the non-kosher ingredient, despite being a minority ingredient, is imparting flavor to the entire concoction? Right, that's called Tam Keikar. That means that that flavor that the ingredient imparts to the entire concoction makes it as if the entire concoction is infused with the whatever iser that that ingredient has. Uh-huh. Now, Tam Keikar is like a cousin of Heter mitzarif leiser. There's distinctions there, right? Heter mitzarif leiser doesn't have to have flavor. It just means that, right, that the heter 
uh, that you have a mixture, and even though it doesn't have to have flavor, and it actually is a discussion, like Rashi, we said in the very beginning of, of the daf, Rashi said it was 50-50. Does it really have to be that ratio 50-50? What if you have very little iser and a lot more heter? Is the heter still mitzarfla iser? Both of them, they're cousins because you have a combination where you have an iser here and somehow, and the iser is less than the kazais in both cases. And in both cases, there's different ways where the entire kazais becomes iser. So in one, it's heter is mitzarfla iser where you take on the entire portion that's mutter and you say, well, it, it joins to become one large, uh, it, even though the, the rest of it is mutter, it joins to, to, uh, and if effectively become one usr kazayas. That's one way. And tam ke'ikr is, even if you have a small amount, as long as it imparts flavor, so we're gonna, gonna treat the entire, let's say, uh, wine soaked bread as if it's really usr me'ikr adin. The entire thing is gonna be usr. With a variety of fascinating, right, nafkaminas, in both ways, with, with regards to Hetem and Starflaker and Tom Kaker. And you have the schus, we have the schus of learning about both of these today. Okay. So let's see. So again, so the, the statement over here is that the Gemara is explaining that this Mishras idea is teaching you the halacha of Tom Kaker, this fundamental idea in your day. Uh, and then now the Gemara is going to spell it out as follows. Shim Shara Navim Bemayim. So here's the case. Let's say you put, right, grapes in water. So now you have, right, you ever uh, have, have like, it's not really grape drink, so we have grape juice, so you can buy that. Sometimes you have like uh, infused water, right? Like flavor infused water. So now you have this flavor infused water that has the taste, has a taste of grape juice. Chayev. Yechayev Malkus, right? For drinking grape flavored water. This is a Nazir, obviously. Okay, so the Nazir is Chayev, right? Even though he didn't have a kazayas, so to speak, or in this case, let's call it a revius, right? He didn't have the requisite shear of yain, certainly. All he drank was yain, it was, was infused water. Still, he's gonna be chayyab. Why? Mikan atadan kula. Wow. And from here, you can say, in kolatarakula, this concept of tam ki'ikr. In other words, more than this, the grapes, I don't even think you left the grapes, you took the grapes out, right? All that was left was the flavor. It's another right way that Tom Caker is different than Ether Mr. The flavoring was left behind. Okay? So you could say, oh, there's some grape essence in there, but you don't see any grapes or anything. You just taste it. But that would be true in Kaltarakula. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. Why would that be that you could extrapolate from a Nazir to Kaltarakula? Nazir has certain kulas that are, un- that are and, and chumras. That make it different than other things. As follows: First of all, uman nazir she'eni suro. So, so uh, I'm sorry. At this point, the Gemara is going to say that if it's true of nazir that he's going to be chayev, it should be true of the rest of kol tarkula by virtue of like a inference, kind of a kavachomer. What would be the kavachomer? That nazir is really very, very kal. Even though you think of nazir as being very restrictive, but the truth is, the iser of the nazir has certain elements. We're going to point out three elements to it that make it less restrictive than most other Yisurim, so that we're going to say that if we're going to be willing to tell the Nazir that he's going to be Chayev for having this revius of grape-infused water, then we're going to make every Tom Ke'ikar Asr for everyone. How so? So let's see. Nazir has three aspects to it. Man Nazir, number one. She'en Yisur Yisur Olam. Number one, really there's a time frame that you could set, right? We say that Stam Nazir is a Shloshim Yom, right? But... 
but even if a person designates it, he's going to be a Nazir for two years, right? You can't say like, you can't say that with other Yisurim, right? You can't say that I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to not eat pig for two years, right? So Nazir, any Yisurim, Yisurim, Olam. Number two, of any Yisurim, Yisurim, Right, that's an interesting thing with regards to. I don't know if you were, were aware of this. That a nazir is not allowed to uh, drink wine, certainly, but he can sell it. Okay, so there's no isra na for the nazir. So that's kula number two, and kula number three. Yesh heter leisuro. He can always go to the rabbi and try to try to get out of it. Right, he could he could do hataras nadarim, so to speak. Right, and go to the bezdin. And undo his naziris. That you can't do for most things. Right? So you can't, so it's not forever. It's not an isra na, and you can undo it. And still, despite all that, Asabo Tom Kicker, we said that he's going to be chayef for drinking Ervias of wine infused water. So therefore, Kilaim, for example, the Gemara is going to say, right, let's say, let's take the case of Kilaim, which we know is an Isidar Raisa. So let's say, right, you're not a nazir, you're a regular dude, but you're drinking wine that, God forbid, Right, had kilaim in it. Right, was made from kilaim. So there, isura isura olam. Once, once it's kilaim, it's always kilaim. There's no way it doesn't ever go away. The isura isur hana, right, and it's an isur hana by kilaim. You're not allowed to sell it. Vein heter isura, and there's no way out of it. You can't get out. So, so what are you going to say? The tam keikur is only going to be chayef for the nazir, and it's not going to be chayef like if you're drinking kilaim. Certainly, it's going to be chayef if you're drinking kilaim. So if you have kilaim grape juice. That's infused in, or kalim grapes rather, that were taken out of water. That should be also even for any regular person. That be, according to the vehicle of Tom Kicker, we're going to say, as the Gemara says, "Ain't no din sheyasa Tom Kicker." Aren't you going to say that you could apply this Tom Kicker uh, to this case as well? And also, the Brisa just concludes, "Vehu adin la that on two accounts, Orla is going to be more chamer than Nazir as well. This is Machlokas Rashi Tosfos here. What are those two accounts? Right, Orla is, once it's Asr, it's Asr Olam. Uh, right, it's the first three years. So that's true. And you can't get out of Orla, so that's also true, right? Um, so, so is, does it have to do with the Isra or not? Or does it have to do with the fact that Orla really, uh, once, right, it's not really forever because the point with Orla is you can't eat that fruit forever, right? But that tree, Right, is going to be okay after three, four years. So that's where the machlokas ends up being falling out. But be that as it may, it's more chumr than nazir. It has at least two of these isurim that, that these chumrs that nazir doesn't have. Okay. So the Gemara says, Hamani, the Brisa, which is talking about this tamki iker, is rabbanani. Right? In other words, Mishras teaches tamki iker only according to the rabbanan. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Kiva. And Rabbi Yochanan, again, this whole idea was that Rabbi Yochanan learned Mishras to teach you. That, right, Mishra is to teach you that the, uh, the cousin, Heter Mitzarfle Isser, right, is, it applies only to Nazir, and, right, Rabbanon, and Rabbi Akiva rather learned it to, so again, Rabbi Yochanan learned like Rabbi Akiva, that Mishra teaches you that Heter is Mitzarfle Isser in the case of the Nazir, and the Rabbanon learned Tam Ki'ikr, from it. So now the Gemara asks, Hi Rabbi Kiva, where do we see that Rabbi Kiva learns, not Tom Keiker, but Heter Mitzdarfel Isser from this Mishras Pasuk? So, Rabbi Kiva de Nisin, if you're going to say that it has to do with the Rabbi Kiva who said the following in the Mishnah, Nazir, as follows, the Tanan. Rabbi Kiva Omer, Nazir Shashar Pito Biyain, right? This is Nazir. Uh, if a Nazir put bread and wine, Biyesh Bolet Sarf Kedek his eyes, and there's enough bread there, 
right, to create a bread slash wine concoction of at least a kazai. Chayev, That's Rabbi Kiva. Umimai demi pasimiyain. And where do you say that Rabbi Kiva is talking about a kazayas of pasimiyain? Dilma miyain lechudei. How do we know, ask the Mar, very interesting. How do we know that in that case of the Mishnah, that he's talking about a case where really there isn't a, a revius of yain? There's, it's only by virtue of being, right, uh, together combined with the bread that he comes up with a proper shear. Maybe he's talking about a case where there's actually a revius of yain infused in this bread, and that's why it's usser, right? Says the Gemara, right? Well, if you said that it was wine, so what's the chiddish? Obviously, a Nazir is chai for eating or drinking a slice of yain. So you say, Hakamash Malan, well, maybe he would be teaching you, if you're going to say that that's, that, that what do you mean? Otherwise, there's no chiddish. There would be a chiddish. Why? Because you learned the Afagav the Tarovis. Maybe you still would have, you would need a kazayas of, uh, right? Because Afagav the Tarovis. So that's how it concludes, it's saying that it, right, that the, that in that case, you would say, well, maybe you would still have a chiddish. That even though you already have a kazais and wine, once it's mixed into the bread, maybe they would, you would still, maybe you would have a hava amina that it would no longer be chayev. And the Mishnah is thus teaching you that even within a mixture, the kazais and wine is chayev. So says so the Gemara, no, that can't be the case. Rather, um, we have a different source that Rabbi Kiva holds of heter mitztarif leiser. And Rabbi Kiva, the brisa, we have a brisa that's much more explicit. Fourteen lines down. The Bryce says like this, Netanya, Rabbi Kiva Omer, Nazir Shashar piece of Yain, a Nazir that soaked his bread in wine, but Achal Kazayas mi pasu mi Yain, and he ate a Kazayas of pas and Yain Chayev. Ah. So now, see, see how that Mishnah, see, Gurano, it's how that Mishnah is so much more, that Bryce is more explicit. That Bryce is more explicit. It says in that Bryce that really he's talking about a mixture, a mixture of bread and wine. Aha. And to that, Rabbi Kiva Tam Keiker Minalai. Okay, so if we say that Mishras, According to Rabbi Akiva, uh, who is teaching you that the mixture of Hetem, it's Tarful Isser, so where does he learn Tam Ke'ikr? Okay, right? Because again, we're using the same Pasuk, right? The Rabbanon used it for Tam Ke'ikr, and Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi Akiva used it for, um, for uh, the Hetem, it's Tarful Isser. The Gemara answers, Yelf mi Basar V'chalav. Rabbi Akiva is going to learn Tam Ke'ikr from Basar V'chalav. Lav taima be'alma hu ve'asr. Right? Don't forget, the Isser of Basar V'chalav is not necessarily intuitive because you have milk and you have your burger and the milk is totally absorbed by, um, by, by the flavor of the milk, right? Because you don't see the milk anymore, right? So it has to be, Tom, that just by virtue of the fact that Basar V'chalav, right here, we're not talking about cheeseburger, we're talking about actual milk burger. So the fact that it's usher altogether and you don't see the milk, it's just absorbed in there, that teaches you Tom Kicker. So So that should be true, if it's true of Basar B'chalav, then it should be true of all foods, that once you have the infusion of the Usr food, or that food which makes the Isr, right, the combination Usr, once you have that infusion Usr, so then you treat the, right, the, the flavor as Isr, even if you don't see it with your own eyes. Okay. What? Wow, you're asking a giant question. What about Bittal? So that, that's why this is a Chiddush. The Chiddush is that Bittu would apply, but not when you can taste it. Once you taste it, you can't. For Rabbanon, mi basar v'chalav, lo gamirunan, the Chiddushu. The Rabbanon are not going to uh, apply basar v'chalav example to the rest of, to the other cases because it's a Chiddush. 
It's a chiddush to say that it's usher for the reason that Gerano is saying because you would think it's batal b'shishim. It's a chiddush. It it it, go, it fly. Chiddush means like Rav Shechter Shlita says that it flies in the face of everything else we learn. Everything else we learn batal b'shishim, and here we have a chiddush that even though it's batal and we don't even see it, it since the tam is there, it's going to be usher. But you can't explain. You can't ex- expand that to everything else. That would be unique by Basar Vachalov. And once it's Basar Vachalov, you're not going to be able to expand it to other things. The Gemara is going to spell this out now. Flesh it out, pun intended. My Chiddush? How is this a Chiddush? Because he the Hailechudei, Vahailechudei, Shari. If you're going to say the Chiddush is that meat and milk independently is kosher, and when you put it together, it's also. If that's the Chiddush, so Kilayim Nami. We know that to be the case by Kilayim also. We have two kosher things. You put them together and it's also. So that's not a Chiddush. Right, that's true by Kalaim also of Adade Asr. No. The Chiddush here is like this that if you soak the meat and the milk all day long, it's still mutter. However, for some reason, magically, if you cook it, all of a sudden it magically becomes Asr. That's the Chiddush. So Rabbi Kiva would have to agree that this is truly novel. And if it, once it's novel, right, the, the point is that if it's a Chiddush, then you can't expand it to other things. So you say, no, Rebekiva's not learning it from Basar Rechalav, but he's learning the idea of Tam Ke'ikr from the Ge'ulei Nachrim, which is when you are in war and you have to, and you take the utensils of the Nachrim, then you're not allowed to uh, use it. You have to take, you have to, the, the, it's, it's called, right, it's infused into the Kalim, and you have to then kasha those Kalim, right? That Ge'ulei Nachrim left time hachanami loshna. That are you not going to say that these utensils don't, that, in other words, you're taking the kalim, but they're clean, but there's flavor infused in them. So it must be that it's talking about tam. So here too, it should be regards to tam. So we'll pick up with this concept, Bezrat Hashem, uh, tomorrow.